Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to the Melanated Muslim Podcast. This is episode two officially. Um, and this episode is a little bit about my story. Last time you have heard me on my podcast is me talking about my convert story or revert story to Islam. So I wanted to like do this episode to tell you a little bit more about me, my background, and so forth. So I was born in the capital region of New York State, which is kind of like different from most Grenadian, like most Grenadian people who, well, like, let me, how I put this, that most, it's kind of different from um, people who are born to Grenadian parents to be born in this area. Most of my family live in Brooklyn. My mom is the only one who, who moved up here to do, to come up here. She's the only one who really lives up here out of our family. So I was born up here to a single mom who did her best raising me and I love her so much. And so I grew up, there wasn't that many Caribbean people in my class. So a lot of the times I would say words in the Creole that we have mixed in with English and Grenada and nobody would know what I was talking about. So I had that. It was almost like I was an immigrant in my class, even though I was born in America because I would say things and people have no idea what I'm talking about. For example, we call like, you know, the eye boogers in your eye, we call it kakaje. So I would tell my friends, I'm like, hey, you have kakaje in your eye. And they're like, what? I'm like, hey, you got kakaje, kakaje. So I'm like over there, like, how come they don't understand me and stuff like that? And I remember learning that um, what fireflies were in English. Like, I never grew up calling fire, fireflies fireflies. I remember until I got a book about fireflies. I, that's when I knew that that's what they were called. In America, we called them Mushafle. All I knew them was as Mushafle. So I was like, I don't know anything. Like, there's times I'll be in class and I would say things and people are so confused. And I'm just like, yeah. Shout out to my Caribbean parents. <laughs> but I say that's beautiful about my childhood. Even though I didn't grow up in a big Caribbean community, like my mom friends were Caribbean, but they were Guyanese mostly. But I would say I'm a, I was like really, really into my roots. Like I would spend summers in Brooklyn with my family. We would go to barbecues, you know, around Labor Day, around other Grenadian people. I remember going to like other barbecues on Eastern Parkway for the Labor Day Parade back in the height of the Labor Day Parade when I believed that it was the best back in the early 2000s. And, you know, going to Caribbean events and stuff like that. So I knew my culture I was around it a lot. My parents made sure that I knew that aspect. And, you know, my mom would always play Caribbean music in the house, from reggae to dancehall to calypso to soca and all of that. And I'm so blessed to have gone to Grenada nine times in my life. I haven't been back since 2016. And inshallah, I will be there next year. Like, Grenada, I can't wait to see you. I can't wait to ex- to see you since it's been, like, almost it's been six years and when I go back it will be seven and to experience what it's like as a Muslim woman there now and stuff like that but I was so blessed that I have gone to Grenada so many times I went three times with my mom and six times with my dad and my dad he made sure to teach me and my sister and you know my other cousins who live there he made sure to like bring us 
to places where we know a history. Like we went to a fort where the French and the British um, fought over um, Grenada. He brought us to where our prime minister at the time was assassinated. So he brought us to that area so we can see it. He brought us to different historical sites. And where my mom is from, uh, she's like from a little like off, that's a, like a little village off like the main the main city of Satez, which is like really close. You can walk there. It's like close. And Satez, which is the correct way to pronounce it in French, is Sotie, which means leapers. And my mom would bring me to Leapers Hill. And Leapers Hill is an area where the Caribs jump to their debts. So they want to be slaves to the French. So, and around there is a cemetery where my great grandmother's buried. So we will go there to um, visit her grave and stuff like that. Um, a fun fact, when we were there the last time, there was a plaque. It says, here um, lies the remains of... I want to say Robert Clement Noel. I want to say it's Robert, but I feel like it's not right. Or Clement something Noel. But anyways, his last name is Noel. And he was the first person to have the, um, to be the first known case of sickle cell. So they found sickle cell within him. And he was from Grenada. So the Grenadian was the first one to first person that they discovered sickle cells in. So that was interesting when I went there. And I'm a, like a medical history person because you see, like I love medical history. So um, I had the aspect, a lot of my cousins said that, oh, you went to Grenada so many times. I'm so jealous. And like, I'm happy that I got the experience. Um, some of my favorite places to visit is Granite Beach, which is a beautiful beach there. Barclay Beach, I love going there. Um, I love, what else do I love doing? I like just being in nature, like going to fish fry, getting fresh fish getting sour sup and nutmeg ice cream, just going out and hanging out and just being around my family and just kicking it with them or going out in line um, with them. So I enjoyed that. But I would say one aspect of my childhood that I wish is that being that in Brooklyn, there's so many Caribbean people. I miss like having other Caribbean friends and going to like Caribbean events. And I really wanted to learn how to play the steel pans when I was younger. I know it was not too late to learn. But I know if I would lived in Brooklyn, that could have been done. Like, there was no steel band classes up here. But I know in Brooklyn, that could have been done. I probably would have learned how to um, do mocha jumbi because I felt like I would probably want to be a mocha jumbi. Mocha jumbi is those people who are on stilts. I wanted to do that. It's never too late to learn. So, inshallah, maybe I will learn one of those things. So, that was that. Then I went to um, Russell Sage College. It's not back then when I went, there was Russell Sage and Sage of Albany, but now it's called Russell Sage Colleges, both campuses. So I went to the campus in Troy. I was originally a biology major trying to go into physical therapy, but oh, before I get to that, um, physical therapy, I wanted to be a sports physical therapist. My dream was that I would get my physical therapy degree, um, move out the country, move to, um, get my physical therapy degree, apply to be a physical therapist for Chelsea, which is my favorite team in the English Premier League, apply to be there, get the job, move to England, be a physical therapist, um, help the soccer players get to the best potential, be able to go to the games for free and live my best life. But organic chemistry done bulldozed those dreams. I was like, I don't understand this class. And I was struggling so hard and struggling was new for me. 
because throughout middle school and high school, I was always on honor roll. I really didn't have to study. When I went to college, I had to learn how to study. I realized that I just can't, I didn't retain the information like I did back when I was in, um, um, in high school. So it was a struggle for me. I knew that, but, um, physical therapy was not for me anymore. So then I went to talk to different teachers and I told them what I wanted to do in life. And they said, you sound more like a public health major. And you may like, being that I like how society like want to change certain things in society and how people view certain things. They were like, I think you should go to sociology with a concentration of public health. And I'm like, what is public health and what is sociology? So for those who are asking the same thing, sociology is the study of society and public health is preventing, protecting, and promoting health initiatives. So I went on that track, graduated with that. Um, I applied for the master's program at UAlbany, but I did not get in because of my biology grades. So they had this pathway you can do the certificate of public health and then t- transfer those classes onto your master's program. So then I did that and I applied again and I did not get in again, y'all. Let me tell you something. I was dedicated. But, you know, people may see, oh, you have a master's, congratulations, but y'all don't know the path behind it. But I didn't get in because I was like, I needed a 3.0 GPA and I had a 2.9. I was literally one point away. So I had to take epidemiology over in the summer and reapply and alhamdulillah, I got in. And um, during that time, if you haven't listened to the other podcast, um, during the time I was in grad school, I found that I had anxiety. So I'm like trying to unpack that, trying to go to, trying to be in graduate school and working part-time. That's a lot to deal with. So it was, it was impacting my grades. So from that, I enrolled in the master's program and I was in environmental health sciences major. And um, I love like water, water sanitation and making sure we have access to a clean environment since we're eating the food from the environment. If the environment around us is not healthy, how can we grow up to be healthy? So I really love that stuff. But I did not love the way that they had the classes set up. So I took this class um, and they had like six different teachers. Like they have different teachers every so often. And I didn't like that. I don't learn like that. Like why is there so many teachers? And each teacher will have their own questions on the test. It'll be like, here are questions from this person. Here are questions from this person. So the test was never consistent. The learning was never consistent. I didn't know what the teacher would put on the next test. And I could not learn like that. And the other classes in that program were like that too. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to succeed in this major. As much as I love environmental health sciences, I know my learning style and it's not going to work for me. So then again, I'm there acting around like, what major should I do and stuff like that. Then I found out about social behavior and community health. And I'm like, what? What is that? And it's like looking at the behavior of individuals and how can you um, change it to, for them to be healthier and making sure the community is healthy overall. And it's a subgroup of the public health major health policy um, and management. So it's like managing health policies in certain ways, like a subgroup of that. So that's what I went for. And I love that because during UAlbany, Albany has the public health program has such amazing opportunities. One of the opportunities is, is during the winter break, I took a class where we got to go to Costa Rica for like two weeks, I want to say about two weeks and study the healthcare system and compare it to United States healthcare system. So we went to, I think, all but two states in Costa Rica, and we got to visit different healthcare systems and see the challenges and the beauty of the health system. 
And we also got to do fun stuff. Like we went zip lining in the rainforest, which was so much fun. I loved it. I'm still mad I did not see a sloth. I was like, where are the sloths? Oh, why haven't I seen one? I'm mad. And I didn't see a jaguar. I wanted to zip line and see a jaguar. Like for me being high in the high in the sky. But I didn't see it. I saw a toucan, so that was nice. Um, and then we got to go by the Nicaragua Green Border. We got to swim in the Pacific Ocean, which was cool. I never swam in the Pacific Ocean before. Um we got to go to an old tuberculosis um, asylum. I think that's what you call them. And we got to go to a volcano. So that was cool. And we went to a volcanical garden. And um, we did other fun stuff, and like visiting different hospitals. And it was interesting to go to different hospitals and see how the windows are open and stuff like that. It was just interesting. And see, going to a daycare where the people grow their own food and the they make sure that the kitchen is open so they can see the value of, you know, a cook, a home cooked meal. So that was really cool. And I had, I was applying to do an internship in Haiti um, for my internship, but unfortunately being to the state of the country at the time, I wasn't able to go. So that was so cool. I also had the opportunity to go to Brazil to do an internship, but it was only a three credit internship and I needed six credits. So they have like amazing opportunities. So that was fun. So after a year after I graduated with my master's in public health, I applied to the Global Health Certificate Program, and I finished that um, December 2021, so I got my certificate that year. So that's a bit about me, um, when it, what my passion is outside of like being YouTube content and podcasting and writing and stuff like that. I am a big public health nerd. I love public health. I see public health in everything. You know, I would love to, you know, do public, go to different countries and do public health stuff and work for um, an agency that looks at children's health and stuff like that. I love that. Um, And right now I do work in the public health field. So I'm not going to say wet work because I want to keep that private, but I do work in the public health field and and I love what I do. And for some of my hobbies, as I love watching world news, I love learning what's going on in the world. And you probably, my teachers probably, if I don't know if they're listening, but if they are, they probably would realize that after like all of my papers that I did that had to do with public health stuff is based off of the world news and documentaries that I will watch and I will see public health stuff in it and I'll do a paper and relate what I'm, what I was going through to relate what the topic was about to one of the news stories. And when I did my global health certificate, I was like, oh, we're reading about this. I said, I remember when this happened in this country, this happened in that country. I can add that. So I love that. Um, I love watching, learning about different cultures and watching cultural weddings. I think cultural weddings are so beautiful. And like, I always like get sad when I see like West African weddings. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is how my ancestors did their weddings and we don't do it like that anymore. I would like always get sad and like love to watch that. And I love watching quinceaneras for some reason. That's me. <laughs> I love listening to music from other countries. Like my friends were like, you always listen to music from other countries. Like for example, let me tell you what, what music I'm on. So I have different playlists. So I have um African playlist that has Ethiopian music, Congolese, Nigerian, um, some North African countries like Algeria. Is it? Uh, no, I want to say Algeria. I was mostly say Morocco. I have some from Mali and Sudan, a music I listen to. I listen to Nigerian music 
I have some Afro house from South Africa and some Ghanaian music and Senegalese. I think those are like the most ones. And I have like a few from different countries. Oh, and Tanzania. Those are the, and Kenya. And those are the places that I listen to. Music. I also listen to Brazilian music. I like Sertaneju, Bagoji, um, Funk. I love those type of ones. And of course, I'm Caribbean, so I have dancehall. I like British rap. I like British pop. I listen to French rap and French pop music. I listen to Hispanic music. I like um from Spain. I love listening to um oh my gosh. It's slipping me. What is the music called? Oh my gosh, I can't remember. But um oh my gosh, but uh, let me let me go back. So I like listen to reggaeton. I like listening to Mexican music like mariachi and ranchera. I love that type of music. I like believe I was probably Mexican in past life because I love that type of music from Mexico. Like, I love it. I still can't remember what that name is. What is the name of that music I like from Spain? It's the Roma people sing it. Hold on. I'm going to get it. They don't have it. Oh, my God. Let me go Google this. Flamenco. I love flamenco music. Yes, that's the name of it. So I listen to, I'm going to tell you what's, um, I listen to music from Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, Mexico, and Colombia the most. Those are the places. I really like Salsa Choque from Colombia. I love it. Um, I listen to Indian music. That's a big part because I do have Indian ancestry I will go into like my ethnicity later um I have Islamic music of course I have k-pop I have Middle Eastern and North African music I have music from like the 1960s and 70s or like Motown era and stuff like that I listen to Native American and Polynesian music then of course I have pop alternative R&B R&B rap I listen to reggae and soca so that's basically what I listen to. And um, I love creative writing. And um, I do have a YouTube channel. So I love like vlogging and creating videos about Grenada culture and like anything I want. And I'm trying to get into embroidery. I like was into it. Then I stopped. I like want to do that again. I feel like it's like calming and stuff like that. When it comes to TV shows, I love watching like period pieces, like medieval era stuff where they have like you know, stuff like war and things like that with the queens and stuff like that. I love that. I love watching like Indian movies, like Bollywood movies. I like watching Nollywood movies, movies from Nigeria, Middle Eastern stuff. But mostly what you will find me watching is like period stuff or like stuff that's like fantasy, like about vampires and witches and stuff like that. That is what I watch. Um, I love traveling. Traveling is a big part of, like, I love it. Traveling is inshallah what I hope to do in the future when I get married one day inshallah so, so my favorite places to, that I visited my top five I, like that is not Grenada because Grenada is of course number one that's where my parents are from but I enjoy Canada I love Toronto it's like you know it's city vibes but it's clean and it's a diverse city the last time I went in there I was like look at all these women in there her jobs it's so beautiful but um I enjoyed St. Thomas. St. Thomas reminded me a lot of Grenada, and it was very calm and chill. I loved Costa Rica. I definitely want to go back. I want to go back to the Limon area next time, inshallah. 
I went to Barbados. Um, I have a funny story about when I went to Barbados. But I went to Barbados. I loved it because I got to see where the house where Rihanna grew up. Um, my grandmother always made sure to let know that we had um, Bayesian ancestry. So going there and see that had family that was probably walking in the streets once upon a time. That was cool. So I'm in a beach in Barbados. And there's like this little thing that has like a swing. Like a, I want to say like a floating playground in the middle of the ocean. So I'm like, oh my gosh, let's go there. So like me and one of the other people I was with on the on the cruise that I was on that that time. So I was like, let's go there. So we literally swim to this area. All of a sudden, this man who like who's in the same uniform as people that work on the beach is like, that'll be ten dollars. I'm like, excuse me, ten dollars? He was like, yeah, do you have ten dollars? I'm like, why would I have ten dollars in the middle of the ocean, sir? Where am I gonna put the ten dollars? Like, I was just like, what? He was like, yeah, just let you know it costs $10 to come in here. You can, like, come back to shore. And I was go back to shore and get the $10. I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm like, why didn't y'all have, like, okay, if y'all want to go to this playground thing, here's a wristband we can give y'all so y'all can go on this. But anywho. And then number five is St. Lucia. I love St. Lucia. A lot of it reminds me of Grenada because you hear like some of the Creole words. I was like, oh, we say that word in Grenada. So it's really nice to go there. And we went to this waterfall. This waterfall, like it literally beats you up. But like it was like a, it's like getting a massage that hurts. And then afterwards you're like, woo, that felt good. It was so nice to go there. Um, the tour guide that we got, he did not talk to us as much, but that was funny. But um, anywho, um, I loved it so much. I wish I would have got to go to the chocolate factory making thing, but I wasn't able to, but I enjoyed it. So that's that. And lastly, what is my ethnicity? So I know that I told you all that my parents are from Grenada, but my mom's side of the family, um, her father was born in Trinidad. And you all know that if you're Grenadian, you have family in Trinidad and Tobago. And if you're from Trinidad and Tobago, you have family in Grenada. So I do have a lot of my mom's side of the family who, um, lives in Trinidad. On my dad's side, my grandmother, she always told us that, listen, I want you to let you know that I mix with, even though I'm from Grenada, I have family ancestry in Barbados and Poland. So when you get married, make sure your husband knows just in case the kid come out white. <laughs> so that's what she would tell us. And she had us sitting down at 10 to tell us that. And that she always was like, remember, your grandpa is of Indian descent. So if your kid come out looking Indian, make sure you tell your husband that. That's what she was telling us. So my grandpa is of Indian descent. His grandparents were indentured servants brought from India to the Caribbean. And that's how he got there. So he married my grandma, who has Bayesian and Polish ancestry. So that's that side. For those who know my last name, everybody's like, what ethnicity is this last name? I'm like, it's Indian. And then they look at me and they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I have to tell my grandpas of Indian descent and go on a whole story and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, so that's that. So that's a little bit about me so you can understand my background, you know, what I like, and a little bit more about me on this podcast. Because you probably see some of the interests that I have on here and so forth. So thank you for listening. And I hope that you subscribe to my podcast. Assalamu alaikum. Rabbatullahi. Rabbatullahi.